Okay, let's say that again. So Nachum also the learning, Rakhmus and learning should be a refuah by the shkayach to the Rav Mishpachet for sponsoring it, but for, who is it again? Shein Lofrad of Asgetel. Mordechai Ephraim Fishel Zev Ben Shein Lofrad. Okay, so refuah shleim Mishpachet Shere Chal Yisrael. The, the rate of family in amongst all of Kal Yisrael shalom b'zaychet to hear good news for Sir and Shev HaBrach V'atzlach HaMamash in all levels. Okay, so... Really, what we're up to now in Sefer Yeshua is really a transitional point. Sefer Yeshua is really divided into two parts. The first half, which is really what we're, what we're finishing now, is the half of, of Yeshua, the, 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 discussing the, the, the history of Yeshua ben Nun conquering Eretz Yisrael, the Kibosh Eretz. The second half of Sefer Yeshua is, is which the rest of which we're going to enter into now, is the Chalukas Eretz, dividing up the land amongst the Shvatim. The Kibosh and Chiluk. Now the Gemara says, the tradition is that this took 14 years altogether, seven years of conquest, seven years of dividing up the land and settling it. But that's really what we're, what we're holding with right now. So the, end, the very end of Parakid Bays uh, really sums up the past seven years, which has basically been all the first uh, 12 Parakim. And you take a look yourself, you see that basically what Parakid Bays, mostly what Parakid Bays is, is listing all the kings in all the different city-states, like we've been seeing, that Eretz Canaan, before Kuala Yisrael, there wasn't one centralized government. There was really just a bunch of city-states, 31 altogether, and that's what the Pasuk lists, 31 malachim, the 31 kings that, um, that uh, Yishobunun conquered during those seven years. 31 kings within those, those seven years. So, so I, I, what I want to do, we'll, we'll try to do this this week, and I, I, we'll see if this continues to next week, I will find out. But um, to explain a little bit of the panemius of what's going on over here, of this Bashkacha, all these things that I just mentioned, the fact that Eretz Yisrael before us was not one government. I mean, that's a, that's a unique thing because uh, most countries have one centralized government. But Eretz Canaan was not like that. It was a bunch of little mini city-states. So it's obviously Bashkacha Pratis that there's something about Eretz Yisrael being a unified entity that's, that's only with Kla Yisrael. That there's something, there's something about conquering Eretz Yisrael and living in Eretz Yisrael properly in which Eretz Yisrael has to move from being fragmented into pieces to becoming one central, one, uh, one uh, government, one Malchus. And so we have to figure that out. What's that Indian of, what does it mean in Avaitis Hashem? Let's put it this way. What does it mean in Avaitis Hashem for Eretz Yisrael to be fragmented and what does it mean for Eretz Yisrael to be one centralized entity? <clears throat> and then maybe we'll see, I don't know if we have time for this, we'll see the, why is it specifically that there was a number 31, the 31 kings, and Adavka took seven years to conquer the 31 kings. I will see if we get into that this week, we'll see. Maybe that'll be next week, but... Okay, so what I want to learn with you this morning is really, it, it's, you know, usually I try to do something halacha and then into the panemius. But sometimes the halacha really is enough. The halacha is the panemius. It, uh, it, it lends itself to panemistic ways of thinking, so it doesn't have to be uh, translated too much. So what we're going to learn now is a piece of Rambam, basically, an idea in the Rambam. And, uh, and this idea of the Rambam, I think, is going to help us understand what it means in Avodah Hashem Eretz Yisrael being fragmented into many different city-states versus Eretz Yisrael being one single entity. But a little bit of an introduction before this, when we're thinking of Eretz Yisrael, in this context, Eretz Yisrael and the Nefesh don't think of it as a piece of land, 
only, exclusively, but think of it as Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit. I mean, Yiddishkeit is, you know, uh, um, like there's a, there's a well-known Ramban. The Ramban writes in Chumash in a couple places, in fact, that, that, um, that the Ovis HaKtoshim were only Makbid, they were only really meticulously Makbid to keep Torah Mitzvahs only when they were in Eretz Yisrael. Right? When the Ovis were, they, they didn't have to keep Torah Mitzvahs Bechlal, because it was before Arsinai. But they're doing it voluntarily. So they only really did it when they were in Eretz Yisrael. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, they weren't as Makbid. That's what the Ramban famously says. Yaakov marries two sisters, because it was done in Eretz Yisrael, in Chutzlarts. Once he gets to Eretz Yisrael, Rachel Amenu passes away, so he's stuck only with one sister. So there's, there's this hakpada of keeping Torah, but Dafkin Eretz Yisrael. Why is that? So the Ramban has a lush, and the Ramban says is because, because who is the Ramban? He has such a lush like this, that, that the Ramban Shalom, the Ramban Shalom, and his Torah is the God and the Torah of Eretz Yisrael. And anything that we keep in Chutzlar, it's uh, Bechinas Torah. But Torah itself, Bemis, is an Eretz Yisrael. So when we think of Eretz Yisrael, we have to think of it as Torah itself, which means that the difference between Eretz Yisrael being, you know, fragmented into city-states versus the way it's supposed to be under Klal Yisrael's jurisdiction, where it's one centralized malchus that everything is contained within, that means that there's two different ways of having Yiddishkeit. There's a Yiddishkeit that's fragmented in pieces, and then there's a Yiddishkeit that's completely unified doesn't mean that the pieces still don't exist, but there's, a, there's some sort of umbrella government you know, containing and bringing together all these elements of Yiddishkeit. So that's the question we're going to be learning right now, is that what does it mean a Yiddishkeit that's fragmented, and what does it mean a Yiddishkeit that is unified, and what is that unified fine force that unites all the different aspects of Yiddishkeit? When I say Yiddishkeit, I mean like, you know, all the 613 mitzvahs, and every single mitzvah can be experienced and seen on its own, or there could be some sort of um, umbrella system that unifies all the mitzvahs. And that's going to be the difference between Eretz Yisrael fragmented or Eretz Yisrael unified. So let's, let's see what this looks like in halacha. Not, nothing, mamish uh, halacha. So take a look at Maramogah number one. So the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs, in Mitzvah Hey, okay? So the Rambam in the fifth mitzvah, in his listing of 613, Says the Chiddush, says the Ramam, Shetzivonu, the fifth mitzvah of Tariag, Shetzivonu la'avda yisparach, that we're commanded to serve Hashem. Okay, well, it was made to serve Hashem. So the Ramam is going to explain, Ukfar nechbal that this mitzvah, this one of the 613, which is avoidus Hashem, to serve Hashem, it's, uh, it's mentioned a number of times in Chumash. Omar, so for example, Parshas Mishpatim. says you should serve Hashem. V'omar in Parshas Re'ei, Savaidu. V'omar, the end of Parshas Ekev, Ula Avdai. So we have this many times that the Torah tells us you have to serve Hashem. So he says like this, So you're going to tell me what type of mitzvah is this? To serve Hashem. Uh, well, every mitzvah is serving Hashem. What, 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 do you, what does that mean? This is, so the Rambam says, you, so you'll, you'll suggest to me that this is not a new mitzvah. This is what the Rambam calls Tzivuyim HaKailim. What's Tzivuyim HaKailim? It's what HaKailim is. That sometimes the Rabbanish Shlailim and Chumash tells us, tells us to, re, uh, reiterate, uh, to reiterate to be, to, to all of Yiddishkeit. Hashem says, like, keep my Torah. So whenever the Torah says, whenever Chumash says, Hashem says, keep my Torah mitzvahs, that's not a new mitzvah. All of Yiddishkeit. So that's what this sounds like also. So it sounds like this is just one of these, uh, you know, general statements of be a good Jew. And we explained in, the, in, in, in Sharish Dalit, says the Rambam, that any of those sentences, which are not coming to tell you anything new, they're just reiterating and general chizik and all of Yiddishkeit, we don't count that as a separate mitzvah. 
Hine yesh ba yichud. But says the Raman, this is different. This is not a just stam a statement like that. This has something specific when it says to serve Hashem and meet something in particular that, that we don't know yet, and that's a mitzvah. Shutziva betfila, which is a mitzvah davni. Davni. Veloshin sifri. How do I know that? So says the Rambam. It's the Medrash. The Medrash comments ula avdai. What does it mean to serve Hashem? So the Medrash doesn't say it just means keep to our mitzvahs. Says the Medrash utfila. That means to daven. So davening is what the Pasuk is, is trying to uh, introduce us to, and that's the new mitzvah, the mitzvah to Davi. Bamar Gamkein, Chazal also interpret the word la'avdai a little bit differently. La'avdai is Talmud, also to learn. But for our purposes, la'avdai, he's, you know, the first sheet is what he's focused on, la'avdai is utfila. Right, the davening, avoid the shabalev, that's called davening. So that was all a safri. That's uh, the, the usual medrash that the Rambam that, that we that we you know that we use. But the Rambam now brings more obscure medrashim. There's a medrash of Rabbi Lezer Benoish of Yese Aglili in Parshiyut Beis Amru says the same idea. How do I know that tefillah should be counted amongst the mitzvahs as Taryag? Mehacha says the medrash from this pasuk as Hashem Fear Hashem and serve him. So in other words, the medrash is, this medrash, more obscure one, this medrash is uh, reinforcing what we know from the Sifri, which is that avoid in, this, in these psukim mean davening. V'amru, another obscure, more obscure medrash from medrash Tanoim, avdehu b'tayrasai, avdehu b'mikdashai, says the medrash. Serve Hashem with his Torah and serve Hashem with his mikdash. What does it mean, serve Hashem with his mikdash? Mm-hmm. So it says the Ramam, kloimer, it means davening. That's what Beis HaMikdash is a reference to over here. It's a kloimer. Lelech Hashem. How does every single Jew serve Hashem in the Beis HaMikdash? So it's interesting. I would have thought karbonas. Says the Ram, no, that's not what it means. It means davening. Lelech Hashem. It means you go to the Beis HaMikdash. Lespalabai. To daven. Or v'negdai. Or facing the Beis HaMikdash when you daven. Right? That's what we do. We face Mizrach, right? Like Shlomo describes when he established the base of Migdash, that this is going to be a place of davening, and if people aren't davening literally in the base of Migdash, they're at least davening facing the base of Migdash. So that's what the Ram is, is presenting to us, the Ram is introducing to us, it says in Pasuk again, many times, this thing to serve Hashem, what does it mean to serve Hashem? So it says the Ramam in the Safri, in more obscure Midrashim, La'avdai means davening. So that's the Ram is introducing, a mitzvah of davening. Now, the Ramam doesn't tell us um, the details of like, okay, so when does this mitzvah have to be done? The assumption is, if the Ramam is interpreting the Pasuk of serving Hashem, and the Pasuk doesn't tell us that you should serve Hashem once a week, doesn't say to serve Hashem once a year, it says, Lavdai, so then we assume, the assumption is, that if the Pasuk says, do something, do an activity, it doesn't say exactly when to do it, it means daily, it means daily, that's, that's the assumption, so uh, it says to put on tefillin, it's meant to put on tefillin, put on tefillin every day. So the Rambam is telling us, the Pasuk is telling us, Davin. So what does it mean? What's the mitzvah to Davin? Davin every day. That's the sheet of the Rambam. And in fact, that's the Rambam writes in Hilchus Tefillah, that there's a mitzvah to the, every single day, Midaraisa from the Torah, there's an obligation to Davin. And that's love day, that's the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvah. Okay, fine. Here's the problem, Marambaka number two. The Ramban over there in Sefer Mitzvah is Masig. He disagrees with the Rambam and he raises a number of very, uh, very strong questions. So it's like this in Ramakan number two. The Ain Haskam says the Ramban, what the Ramam just told us is not agreed upon. In other words, I disagree. It's not, it's not agreed upon. Why? So the Ramam says, I, the Ramban says, I have a few kashas on the Ramam. Number one, I have open Gemaras, says the Ramban, that davening the Gemara describes as the Rabbanan. Not only is it described as the Rabbanan, but halachically it's treated as a Rabbanan. 
What are the examples? So the Ramban says, I'll give you an example. We have open Gemaras that again describe davening as Midrabanan and, and, and deal with it halachically as a Dorabanan. What do I mean? So example number one. The Gemara says in Brachas, Linen Balkari. We don't have this halacha lamaisa for us nowadays, but the, the, you know, there was such a thing of Takanis Ezra that if a person was a Balkari, the Ezra was masaking that the person is not going to be allowed to say holy words unless they go to the mikveh first. So the halacha was, so if a person is a Balkari, so that means they can't say holy words. So the question is, what if they have to say things midraisa or midrabana? So the way the Gemara presents it is as follows. Lini Balkari, when it comes to Balkari, says the Gemara Brachas, Shekari Kriyishma, he certainly still has to say Kriyishma, Umavarach alamazin la'achrav, and he has to bench if he eats, but he doesn't daven. That's the gedr the Gemara puts it. In other words, so Balkari, really he's not supposed to be saying holy words, that was at the Takan of Ezra, but says the Gemara of the Hell, when the Gemara explains the Tambazah, why? So, but, but nevertheless, so that's why he doesn't daven, because davening is holy words and he shouldn't do that without going to the mikveh. But he has to say Kriyashma and he has to bench. What's the difference? So says the Gemara, Kriyashma Berchazamaz and Daraisa. Kriyashma is Daraisa every, every single day. Benching is Daraisa. So uh, very nice that he, Ezra was masaking, he should go to the mikveh. Lamaisa has the Chivma Daraisa to say Kriyashma and to bench. So the Daraisa trumps the 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 the, the the this takana that he has to go to the mikvah, that's in terms of kriyishma and benching. But tefillah is drabona. so therefore says the gemara. If a person's a balkari, you don't daven until you go to the mikvah. Again, now, nowadays we don't do this takana anyway. But back in the day, that was the halacha. So what do you see? So not only do you see that that davening is called drabona, it's treated as a drabona. Arkadekach that things that are words that have to be said midaraisa like kriyishma and benching. Even a Balkari does, but words that only have to be said midrabanan, like davening, a Balkari doesn't say. So you see that davening is midrabanan. Amru Oid, the Gemara says another, exa- another example of this. The Gemara says in Brachas, Safik Karakriyishma, Safik Lai Karakriyishma. Let's say a person is misupik whether you say Kriyishma or not. So that's Safik Daraisa Lechomra. So Chayzer Vekarakriyishma, you have to say Kriyishma again, you have to be Machmer. Safik Yispalel, Safik Lai Yispalel. Says the Gemara, ain't a chayzer, but we don't daven again. Why? The kriyishma daraisa utviel darabana. So right, the davening is being treated with darabana. Now, uh, says the says the Ramban, maybe you'll try to answer this kasha. How are you going to answer this kasha? So maybe you'll tell me that the Rambam himself answers the kasha. Why? Ukvari inu loy bihilchas tefila. So you're going to say, the Ramban says, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that the Rambam in hilchas tefila already answers the kasha. How? Sha'amar, because the Ramam over there says the following clause. The Ramam says again, like what he says by Sefer Mitzvah, there's a chiv to daven every single day. But the Ramam over there gives a little bit of a, of a, of a caveat. But the, but, the, but the how many times a day you have to daven, that we're not saying is, is from the Torah. So, so, or the exact nusach. So says the Ram, so says, so says, the kach and the truth is, says the Ramban, the Rambam himself also references this in Sefer Mitzvahs, that the, how many times you daven a day, the fact that we daven three times a day is only midrabanan, and the fact that it has to be a, with certain zmanim throughout the day is also only midrabanan. So says the Ramban, that's what the Ramban is saying. The Ramban is saying is, maybe that'll be the key to answer these kashas. Why? Really davening is midaraisa. And therefore, the bal- what's the guy's a balkari? So it's coming to the time of shachras. So, no, should he daven or not? 
Well, the answer is, davening is midraisa. But, but, but daven later in the day. To fulfill your mitzvah from the Torah, go to the mikvah, miss shachris, and you daven mincha. I, you miss shachris. As far as the deraisa is concerned, you have the whole day to do it, to, to daven. So I, you miss the darabon. So if it's darabon, and Balkari doesn't do it. You follow? So in other words, or the Gemara says, if you're not sure if you davened or not, should you daven again? Well, the answer is, midaraisa, you're not sure if you daven shachris. Okay, so don't, so, so fine. So that's not a suffix deraisa, because as far as the mitzvah from the Torah is concerned, mincha will take care of the deraisa. The only chiv to daven shachris particularly is midrabbanon. So if, you're, if, you're, if it's a suffix, it's a suffix midrabbanon. Because that's the Ramban is suggesting. Maybe you'll use that Rambam to answer these kashas. So when the Gemara says that davening is midrabbanon, it doesn't mean davening bechlauf once a day is midrabbanon. Obviously, davening once a day is definitely midraisa. But davening three times a day is, is midrabbanon. And therefore, the, these Gemaras <coughs> that deal with davening as midrabbanon, that a Balkari wouldn't daven, or if you're mesopic, whether you daven shachris, you don't have to daven again. That's all because you'll fulfill your obligation anyway later today. Midraisa. The only question is, right now, the chiv midrabbanan of shachris, that we treat as a midrabbanan. Says the Ramban, maybe that's the, maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's the explanation. So says the Ramban, that's not a good enough answer. That's not a good tarot. Why? Because the Gemara, when the Gemara says, for example, that a Balkari doesn't daven, because davening is the Rabbanon, it doesn't say as long as he's going to end up davening that day. Let's say the guy doesn't have a mikvah for another week. So what would the Gemara tell you? The Gemara says, okay, so he doesn't daven for a week. A week uh, not daven for a week is definitely violating the Daraisa, according to the Rambam. So if the Gemara said that a situation where a Balkari is going to have a mikvah a little bit later, just after Zman Tfilah, after Zman Shachris. And then the Gemara said, so because of that, Davni Shachris is only Midrabanan, that I understand. That would work in the Rambam. Because Al Kopanan, the, the, the Darais of Davni, he'll fulfill later today. But the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara just makes a blanket statement that if a person is a Valkyrie, you don't Davni until you get to a mikvah. Let's say a mikvah is going to be in a month from now. So you don't Davni for a month. That certainly would violate the deraisa of not davening, according to the Rambam. So, so from the blanket statement of the Gemara, it seems to indicate that uh, that there's never, you know, there's there's the the, 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 the chiv, that there is no chiv midraisa of davening. If there would be a chiv midraisa of davening daily, then you gotta you gotta give me some parameters of this halacha that a balkari doesn't daven as long as he'll get to a mikvah later today. So, so that's, therefore, says the Ramban, this answer doesn't, doesn't work. Vo'oi, the same thing with the suffix of the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't say that a person's masupik, whether he daven shachris, don't daven again because you'll daven mincha. Let's say the guy's masupik, let's, let's, let's say he for sure didn't daven shachris. And he's masupik, whether he daven mincha. So that, that, that's a suffix der Isa, right? Because if he didn't daven mincha, it means the whole day he went without daven. So the, Gemara, the, the blanket statement of the Gemara, just the open-endedness of the Gemara, clearly, said, clearly indicates that we're not talking about such a rigid scenario where, he, where for sure he's Mekayim is Mitzvah Midraisa. He's going to get to a mikvah later today, and he definitely is going to daven Mincha. The only question is, right now, this particular tefillah of Shachris, or, that, the Gemara doesn't make it, make it like that. So, so it's, uh, it's too difficult still. mincha. So a person didn't daven all these tefillahs, uh, a person didn't daven shachris for sure. And by mincha, he's masupik, suffik is pal, suffik lo is pal. 
According to the Rambam, you should daven. You should for sure. It's a suffix deraisa then, because if he didn't, if he doesn't daven now, then it's possible he didn't daven the whole day, and then he's violating the deraisa. The Gemara doesn't say this. The Gemara says just as a general statement, a Balkari never davens until he gets to a mikvah. A person that's mesopic never davens if he's besopic. He doesn't have to daven, even though maybe this is the only tefillah of the day that he would theoretically be davening. So that's uh, says the that, that's the kashas of the Ramban. So again, these are the kashas that you have Gemaras which treat davening as mderabanan. And how does that work with the Rambam that davening? At least day, once a day, Akopanim is the Raisa. Now, the Ramban, now, you follow this? We're good? Okay. There's enough nods that we'll go by there. Okay. So, the, 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 now the Ramban continues on, and the Ramban brings another problem. The problem is as follows. I said before that whenever you have a mitzvah, which the Torah says to do, but it doesn't say when to do it, so you assume it's every day, like putting on tefillin. So the Torah says, according to the Rambam, the Torah says, Davin. So what does it mean to Davin? Uh, when? That means once a day. Says the Ramban, I'll prove to you that that was not, uh, that that's not, that's not true. It can't be that there's a chiv to Davin daily. How do I know? So says the Ramban, the Ramban's point would be, is that, listen, if, if I could, says the, the Ramban is, is, is introducing his kash. He says, listen, if I could prove to you, let, let's, Let's, let's set up the ground rules. If I could prove to you from Chazal that there is no mitzvah to daven, to daven every single day, then what? Then, then obviously there is no chiv to daven midraisa at all. Because then there's no demarcation point. Like what else is there going to be? If the Ramam is right, that there's this statement of la'avdai, to daven to Hashem, then it means daily. If it's not daily, it means there is no la'avdai. There's no mitzvah tefillah. There's no, there's no middle ground. So says the Ramban, I'll prove to you that it's not daily. How do I know? So he says, Again, if the, the ground rules. If davening is not a mitzvah every single day, then when would the mechiv be? What, once a year? Once in a lifetime. So it's If the Ramam is right, it's every single day. And if the Ramam is wrong, it's never. And I'll prove to you it's not every single day. How do I know? Because the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah that Rav Yehuda, that Rav Yehuda, who spent his whole life learning, the Mitlasin Yoimin, Lotlasin Yoimin, Havimatsli, he would daven once a month. That's the Gemara says, Rav Yehuda would daven once a month because he was too busy with his learning, and once a month he would take time off from learning in order to daven. And he would rely on the, on the classic idea that we have going back to Rosh Hashanah. That people that are learning certainly have to say Kriyishma every single day, but they don't have to daven because it's only Darabon and Lailam. So every, once a month he would do it. So says Ramban, one second. Once a month. If there's a mitzvah from the Tartar Davin, then it's every single day. So if it's every single day, then just like, the, just like Rabbi Yehuda would stop learning to be Makai the Mitzvah Midrash of Kriyishma, he should stop learning to be Makai the Mitzvah of Tfilah. Elamai, it's not a mitzvah every single day. So then when is it? The answer is never. It's only the Rabbana. That's the point. That's the, that's the, the kashas of the Rabbana. It's a very obvious uh, riot for the uh, Okay. That's why, that's why we're not finished this year yet. You know what I'm saying? So that's, uh, we're going to get there, okay? Elavada ikol So it must be that the avening is not a chiyah midraisa. It's only the Rabbana. Now the Rabbana just say, and that doesn't mean says the Ramban that the institution of tefillah is of rabbinic origin. 
there's such a thing as davening. A, I'm, not, I'm not debating that. It's a chesed from the Rabbani Shalom. He gave us the tool that's called davening. We're talking about the chiv of davening. The obligation to daven, says the Rabbani, that's the Rabbani. When you daven, certainly you're being poil, you know, in Shemaim. So, you know, Shemaim recognizes tefillah. Well, of course, but we're talking about the chiv of davening. It's only Rabbani. This is a cash. Okay. So you follow the cash. So in other words, let's 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 organize it again. The, the Rambam says there's a chiyuv of davening, which means midraisa. There's a chiyuv to daven every single day, at least once a day. That's the, that's the shi'ur Rambam. Says the Ramban, I have fundamentally uh, two categories of questions on you. Okay, one category of question is all these halachas that treat davening midrabanan. Right? What do I mean? Like in, in situations of a Balkari. Balkari doesn't daven because Lamid Rabbanan. If you're Mesupig, whether you daven or not, Savik Darabhan Lahakal, don't daven. You're, you're treating davening as if it's Midrabhana. And then you have this other category of Kaj. I mean, it's fundamentally a similar idea, which is that we see from Chazal that, that very numbers, members of, 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 you know, of Chazal, Taka didn't daven every day. The, the Gemara says Mafurish. Or you do daven once a month. If there's a Chiv to daven, there's a Chiv to daven. What does it mean? He's putting out Tulan every day. He's saying Krishna every day. That's Darius. He's benching after he eats, but he's not davening. If it's Daraisa, then, then, then you have to do it. These are the kash. Okay, so, and again, so Ramban, Ramban again said that maybe you'll try to answer it by saying that, uh, that, uh, the, that, that there is a chiyif to daven once a day, but the amount of davening three times a day is Darabana. Well, first of all, it doesn't help for Rabbi Yehuda davening once a month. That's, not, that's, that's, that's less than once a day. Right, and even doesn't help the other gemaras because the gemara doesn't say that a balkari doesn't daven as long as he gets to the mikvah later today. So it's dumb. He never does. If he could go, the the, the, the should, could go for a month without going to the mikvah, and still he doesn't daven. Okay, so the other the other solution that the achronim suggest, but it's, it's problematic, is Maramukah number three. One of the mafarshim on the sefer mitzvahs is a sefer called Megillus Esther. So the Megillus Esther comes to give another solution to these kashas. And he says the following aside, Ani Oimer. I say the following solution. Whenever you have these gemaras that indicate davenings with Rabbanan, whether it be the halach of a balkari, whether it be the halach of suffolk, whether he davened, suffolk he didn't daven, that suffolk Rabban Lakula, whether it be the halach of the Rabbi Yudah didn't want to stop da- learning in order to daven so he doesn't daven for a month. All these gemaras that seem to indicate that davening is only Rabbanan, which is where the Ramban is coming from, says the Amigo Sester, simple solution. The Rambam, all the Rambam said is that davening is midraisa, once a day. But what words do you have to say to fulfill that requirement? It's open-ended, it's whatever you want. You make your own personal request, you make your own personal tefillah up, and it could be for three seconds, you fulfill your mitzvah midraisa. The fact that we have a sitter, with and Krishna, the whole nusach of davening, that's midra, even the Rambam would agree that's midrabana. The nusach of davening is midrabana. Shemin ha-tayra, kol echa yochlis bal, kifi daitai, everyone to fulfill your mitzvah midraisa, you make your personal request with your own your lashon, however you want, however long you want it to be, lishpah sikh lufnei Hashem, in a way that, that it feels good to you. That, that's Midraisa. Therefore, says Miguel Sester, simple solution. What's a simple solution? All these Gemaras that are talking about davening Midrabonon, that's talking about davening from a sitter, like Yishman Esrei. That's talking Midrabonon. So a Balkari does not daven until it gets to a mikveh. Why? Because davening from a sitter, Shman Esrei, that's Midrabonon. 
a person is not sure whether he daven shmeneser, whether he daven shachris from a sitter, and so on. That's midrabbana. Rabbi Yehuda didn't daven shmeneserei for a month because it's only midrabbana. But the Rambam is not talking about that. The Rambam is talking about the idea of davening. So you can fulfill that. Even the Balkari has to fulfill that obligation daily. And even the person that's Masupik has to make sure he fulfilled the obligation of davening daily. And even Rabbi Yudah has to daven every single day. But it doesn't mean from a sitter. How do you fulfill that mitzvah midraisa? You talk to Hashem for three seconds. And you say to Hashem, Rabbi Shalom, I love you. I need your help. Finished. Okay, done. You fulfill your mitzvah midraisa. The Gemara is not talking about that. The Gemara is assuming that, of course, once a day, even the Balkari is going to say something that's Epsa Tvila. And of course, the person that's Mesopic, whether he davened technically, Shachas bin Chamayrev, he's at some point in the day, he's going to offer up his personal tefillah. And of course, Rabbi Yudah every single day would do that. The Gemara is talking about the Nusach of davening. So that's the, uh, that's the solution. So it's not a kash at all. Right? So far, so good? Mama Shapella. This terrorist is Mama Shapella. Go back to the Gemara by the Balkari. The Gemara said the following thing. The Balkari, every single day, he's, he's a Balkari, but it doesn't make a difference. He has to say Krishma. Krishma is Midraisa. What was the other example the Gemara gave? Balkari has to dive, has to bench. Because benching is Midraisa. But davening he doesn't do because davening is Midraisa. One second. Benching is Midraisa? Yes, benching is Midraisa. It says, It doesn't say the Nusach of benching is Midraisa. The Nusach of benching that we have in the bencher is Midraisa. That's a, that's a Nusach that Chazal instituted. Just as... In other words, the same, the same logic that the Megillus Esther is using vis-a-vis tefillah, which is that you have to separate the two. There's the Darabona Nusach of davening, and then there's the nucleus Daraisa of davening. And the Gemara said, okay, so the Balkari doesn't do the Darabona Nusach of davening as long as he just does the Daraisa. Why don't you have the same model by benching? Benching also, what's the nucleus of benching with Daraisa? V'yichad v'sot v'rachta, to bless Hashem, to thank Hashem for the, bench, for, for the food. Harachamans and whatever, all the Uvenei Yushalayim, that's all Midrabbanim. So, uh, and despite the fact that the Nusach of Benching is of rabbinic institution, still the Gemara says that a Balkari has to bench. I, the Benching by the Nusach of Benching is only Midrabbanim. The answer is, Elamai, what do you see? That when Chazal instituted a Nusach to to, to, to give us the, the, the context to fulfill the mitzvah of the raisa, the nusach has a halachic status of the raisa. When you're mesopic, if you benched, right? You have to, think of, again, benching in its nucleus, the, the, the raisa of benching doesn't have to be with all the, the brachas of benching. So why is the Gemara treating the nusach of benching with the raisa? The answer is because since the nusach was instituted by Chazal to, to give us the, 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 a more a more, a more fleshed out way of thanking Hashem for our food, then the Nusach has the status of a Daraisa. It's the same thing with davening. Miguel says it's a pellet. It doesn't make any sense. From the, from the fact that a Balkari, from the fact that Birchas Hamazin is treated as a Daraisa for a Balkari, that tells you fundamentally Miguel Sester is wrong. Because what's the, what's the fundamental point of the Miguel Sester? To separate the Daraisa nucleus from the packaging of the Nusach that Chazal instituted. That doesn't work, because you see by benching, it's not like that. You see by benching that even the nusach, the packaging, is treated as a deraisa. So, and yet, davening is not treated like that. So, that's the Ramban's point. It's because the LMI, you see, there is no deraisa nucleus by davening. You understand? The whole thing is a palace. So again, he, it's a separate mitzvah, it's called a bracha, it's birchazamazim. 
It's not tefillah. We're not getting into benching right now. But the but the nekud is, and as the yisoid adover is, is that you see from the halachas of a balkari vis-a-vis benching, is that whenever Chazal institute a nusach, it, the nusach it cannot be separated from the nucleus of the deraisa that it's coming to flesh out. If, if again, what's the Megillah says is trying to say? He said, really, the mitzvah midaraisa of davening. Even a balkari has to do. When the Gemara says that a balkari doesn't daven, it's talking about the nusach of tefillah. In other words, you can separate the two. The nusach of tefillah is treated as a pure darabonon, and the nucleus of davening, which is just your personal bakashas and so on, that's the derisa factor. Well, we see clearly that you can't separate the nusach versus the nucleus from benching. Because the Gemara says mafurish that a balkari has to bench. When the Gemara says the balkari has to bench, it doesn't mean stam your own. It means the nusach of benching. I, the Nusach of Benching is Midrabbanan, Elamai, what do you see? That it's not like that. When Chazal instituted a Nusach, the Nusach becomes the Daraisa. At one point they were different. Why? What do you mean? Before Chazal instituted. Same thing with Davening. Davening and Benching also. Benching also, we have a tradition of when the Nusach. Moshe Rabbeinu was Mesach in the first bracha, Yeshua Benun was Mesach in the second bracha, and later on the David Amalek was Mesach in the third. There were, it, it, it also developed. So before Moshe Rabbeinu was Mesach in the first bracha, we still had the Mitzvah Benching. For that kufa, so it means that the nusach is is is, is elamai. The nusach is is defined as part of the the, the deraisa. So the same thing for tefillah. You have this as an archipel. Okay, so I, I think I think you don't have to. I think that there's a more pasha to answer. I think the Ramam himself, the metak l'shaynai, with the 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 subtlety of the Ramam, answers the kasha himself. Let's go back to Maramoka number one. Okay, a few a few horrors, a few horrors. Why? If you remember when we when we went through the Rambam, the Rambam, what was the Rambam's like model? He's introducing the mitzvah. What, what does he always do in Sefer Mitzvah? He introduces the mitzvah. He tells you the pasuk, and then he gives you the Ramakim Chazal to show that it's a mitzvah. Okay, that's the Ram did over here. Loved it says in pasuk a few times to serve Hashem, and the Rambam said, "What does it mean to serve Hashem?" So he quoted Sefer. Sefer. The Sefer says, "Loved is Okay. Two things. First of all, the Rambam then had to bring obscure midrashim. He had to bring up a Mishnah Srebeleza, which he never heard of. Then he has to bring a Medrash Tanoyim, which he's also never heard of, to basically say the same thing as a Sifri. What do you, you have a Sifri? What do you need anything else for? Just Tommy's uh, showing off his bikis. Like, what, what, do you, what do you need it for? Number one. Number two. Even in the Sifri, take a look at the, the fourth line. When the Rambam quoted the Sifri, it's interesting. What is it? Velashin Sifri. What does the Sifri say? Ula'avde Zutfila. Ve'amrugamkin ula'avde Zetalmud. What are you bringing that, that opinion? That's the opposite of what you, the point that you're trying to make. I, I, I understand that, you know, the Ram is saying that, the, what does love do mean? Love means davening. That's the purposes of our context. That's the mandama that we're going with. Happens to be there's another interpretation. But the other interpretation is the, has nothing to do with what you're talking about. If anything, it's like, it, it's be or shyless. Like, it means me, so love is not so davening. So like, what, what, why is Ram bringing that? Why is Ram bringing that? So I, th- I think it includes like this. Take a look at the third line of the Rambam. <clears throat> the Rambam introduced this mitzvah. Again, the Pasuk says, Now, the Rambam said, Even though this mitzvah is one of what's called a tzivu hakoila, it's a mitzvah that encompasses all of Yiddishkeit. But there's something specific, which is davening. That Lashen that the Ramah just said is very strange. Because if I was the Ramah, you know what I would write? I would say it's like this. Even though you might think that this mitzvah is just one of these tzivuim kailim, 
it's not like that. It's a specific command to daven. That's what the Ramam says. The Ramam says, Even though this is one of the tzivuim kailim, there's something specific that emerges out of it that's called tefillah. The Rambam subtly is telling us the following aside, that this mitzvah of lavdai is not specific to Davin. This mitzvah is, how does a person fulfill this mitzvah of lavdai? Until now we've been thinking, by davening once a day, that's how you fulfill lavdai. Incorrect. The way you fulfill lavdai is by keeping all of Torah mitzvahs. What's specifically being introduced to us that we wouldn't already know from lavdai is specifically to Davin. Or the, the, we could say it as follows. The mitzvah is to establish yourself as an Ever Hashem. Lo'avdai. How do I establish myself as an Ever Hashem? How do I establish myself as an Ever Hashem? The answer is, I daven once a day, that establishes myself as an Ever Hashem. But how do I really flesh out and really inject into that proclamation of I'm an Ever Hashem? How do I inject within it that it's truthful, that it's bamis? The answer is by keeping the rest of Tariq Mitzvahs too. Says the Rambam, what is this mitzvah lavdai? It's a tzivu hakoilo. This is a mitzvah that encompasses all of Torah. In other words, until now we had mitzvahs, put on tzitzis and put on tefillin and keep Shabbos and kashras and learn. All these individual mitzvahs. Now the Torah is telling us, introducing a new mitzvah, which encompasses all of Yiddishkeit. And what is that? Establish yourself as an Eved Hashem. What does that mean? The answer is, Davin. And by davening, you're establishing yourself as an Eved Hashem, and you're backing that up, and, you're, and, you're, and, and to be an Eved Hashem means you have to take it seriously. So by you fulfilling in the rest of your life, and throughout the rest of your day, v'chulu v'chulu, all the mitzvahs that come your way, that is, that is reinforcing the truth of that statement that you made by davening that I'm an Eved Hashem. So how does a person fulfill? That's what the Roman says. This is one of the tzivu makayim. Because this mitzvah of davening, how does one fulfill this mitzvah of day? Not just by davening once a day. This mitzvah is fulfilled by what? By living a life of Torah mitzvahs. You can't pinpoint one moment and say, oh, this is the moment when I'm going to be makayim in the mitzvah of day. It's not possible. day is a sum totality of the person's existence. The sum totality is that I'm an Eved Hashem. How do I do that? What do I practically do in order to establish myself as an Eved Hashem? So says the Ramam is as follows. There are certain things that you can do to make that proclamation. And then you got to back it up. So I make the proclamation of being an Eved Hashem by davening. And I back it up by living a life of Torah mitzvahs. And then every single mitzvah that I do is now reoriented as a brick, as, a, as, a, uh, as an articulation, as a as a re, uh, reaffirming that statement that I did by davening. But the fulfillment of the mitzvah of is not just by davening once a day. It's by establishing yourself as the Nevet Hashem, which demands a proclamation, which is daily, but a backing that up by living a life of the Nevet Hashem. Therefore, this is why the Rambam needs to bring these obscure midrashim. Take a look again. Go to the, the, was it, uh, the fifth line. Umishnasei What's the language of this obscure medrash? But Amr, what does it say? How do I know that tefillah is within the mitzvahs? That's a very strange lashon. The classic language in Chazal is, If you want to talk about what something is deraisa drabonon, what's the language we use? Is it min or is it drabonon? That's not the language that Lezer uses in this medrash. The answer is, that's the remez over here, that tefillah is betoich ha-mitzvahs. 
that every single mitzvah is, in, is captured by tefillah. Tefillah is, is, is behind the scenes of every mitzvah. Every mitzvah that you do is its own little entity called tzitzis, but it's also part of that avayda of establishing yourself and, and in, a, in a real way uh, as an Eved Hashem, which is what tefillah was. The tefillah, it, every single mitzvah is now reoriented as an expression and an and a affirmation of that statement that you made by davening. That you are an Eved Hashem. Minayin le'ikr tefillah b'toich ha-mitzvahs is me'hacha. Es Hashem l'kecha tira v'ayis That's what's going on over here. <clears throat> now, because of this, let's go back to some of the kashas that the Ramban asked. The Ramban said, the Gemara says a Balkari, he, he's a Balkari. So it says that he has to say Kriyishma, that's Daraisa. says he has to bench, that's the Rabban. He has to bench because that's Daraisa. He doesn't daven. I daven is Daraisa. The answer is, Again, in the way of the Rambam, you can't, even though davening is derisive, you can't pinpoint this moment as when you'll fulfill that mitzvah. In order for the Balkari to, to be able to say holy words out of his mouth with Tumah, it means that you have, to with, you have to be able to say with confidence that when I say these holy words, I will be Mekayim and Mitzvah Midraisa. Can the person say by davening that this is when I will be Mekayim and Mitzvah Midraisa of Avdai? No. Because it depends on the rest of the day. It depends on the rest of the person's life. The only way that the that the, the Balkari would be able to be Makayim would be allowed to Davin is if we would know that his tefillah right now is be Makayim Mitzvah We can't say that because that's not something just dependent on saying words right now. That depends on the person living a life of Avdus Hashem. We can't say that. There is a mitzvah midraisa to daven, but the mitzvah midraisa to daven is to establish yourself as an Eved Hashem, which then depends on living a life of Torah mitzvahs outside of that moment of davening. So, you can't, so we, we, we can't allow the Balkari to daven because davening is deraisa, but I can't, because even though davening is deraisa, he might not be fulfilling that mitzvah right now. Suffolk kispal or suffolk layispal. The person wasn't sure whether he daven shachars or not. Should he daven? Should he daven now? Is that a suffolk deraisa or suffolk derabbanan? There's a big aside from Chaim Brisker. Chaim Brisker used to say that the only time we say suffolk deraisa luchumra is that if you were then to be machmer, we can know for sure that you were makayim the mitzvah now. Lamashal, so, you know, uh, let, let's say, um, uh, what's an example of this? Uh, let's say, let's say, okay. Ho- hopefully no one, you know, there, there are certain mitzvahs for some reason, which like people get like, uh, like it becomes personal, okay? So I don't wear trailers, okay? But people wear trailers, right? Okay, fine. It happens to be I'm from Radzin, so I'm, I'm not, I'm someone that, that cares about trailers. But one of the, one of the, so the question, someone asked Rukhaim. Is Rukhaim? Uh, he said, Rabbi, we're not sure what Tchelis is. Again, this is going back, you know, I don't know what Tchelis is. But Lamaisa, there's, there's so many different ways of making blue dye from animals from the ocean. So why, why don't we have a Chiv Midraisa? Safi Midraisa Lechomer. So why don't we have a Chiv to just make as many dyes as possible? You know what I mean? And just with uh, Mekhaim Mitzvah. Said Rukhaim, that's not how Safi Midraisa works. Suffolk Daraisa works that if you're not sure if you did something, you have to do it again. Because if you do it again, you for sure yaitse. But if you are mesopic and you keep, and even at the end of the day, you're not going to be for sure that you're Makayim, then that's not Suffolk Daraisa Luchumra. So, 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 if you make endless amounts of dyes from all different types of animals, it's endless. You don't, you don't know at the end of the day whether you're Makayim or not. Because maybe it's a different thing, that you, another species that you haven't discovered yet. That's not Savik Daraisa L'Chomer. So let's go back. Says the Gemara, the person's mistook whether he davened or not, does he have to daven again? Savik Daraisa L'Chomer, the answer is, not. 
I, Daraisa, there's a mitzvah to daven. But the mitzvah of Daraisa to daven is not just to say the words, it's to establish yourself as an Ebed Hashem, which depends on the rest of your life. We can't know for sure that you're being become a mitzvah Daraisa yet. You have to wait till the end of the story. That's not Suffolk Daraisa Luchom. Let's go back to Rabbi Yehuda. Oh, so, so that answers all these kashas. So all these kashas, Mamash, not kashas at all. The, the Ram himself answers them. But one, what's the last question? Rabbi Yehuda. He didn't daven for a month. Lamaisa, there is a mitzvah daily to establish yourself as an Ebed Hashem. And to back it up with the rest of your life. But there's a mitzvah to daven every single day to make that proclamation. For that, the Rambam answers that by quoting these midrashim that says that la'avda also means learning. That's why the Rambam is bringing it up, to answer this kasha from Rabbi Yehuda. Says the Rambam, again, in Lashen Sifri, thir, uh, four lines in, Lashen Sifri, la'avda is a tefillah, v'amrogamkin la'avda is a talmud. Why is the Rambam bringing that? I asked the kasha, why is the Rambam bringing that? The answer is, the Rambam is addressing, without being, telling you, he's addressing the kasha of the Ramban. I, the Gemara says that Tamid HaChachamim Tzadikim would not daven every single day because they didn't want to stop their learning. The answer is, says the Rambam, in the, in the fundamental principle of what davening is, which is a proclamation of me being an Eved Hashem and then backing it up with living a life of Eved Hashem for the rest of my life, that proclamation can be fulfilled in one of two ways. Either Tefillah or Taira. So for the average person, we make the proclamation by davening. And for people of great stature, they make that proclamation through their learning. So therefore, says the Rambam, when Rabbi Yehuda wasn't davening for, for, you know, for 30, once, only once every 30 days because he was busy learning, he was fulfilling the mitzvah of tefillah. How was he fulfilling the mitzvah of tefillah? By his learning, he was fulfilling the mitzvah of la'avdai. Because the mitzvah of la'avdai is not just to daven. The mitzvah is to proclaim yourself as an Eved Hashem. What is, and that means two parts. It means a, an, a formal proclamation daily, but backing it up by living a life of, of Avdas Hashem. What is that formal proclamation? One of two things. La'avdai is a tefillah, and la'avdai is a talmud. That's not what the Rambam is saying. It's, uh, the Rambam is answering all the kashas. The, the kashas don't begin. That's the sheet of the Rambam. So what, what comes out of all of this is, is that there's, like we started from the beginning, there's, the, there's a Yiddishkeit that's fragmented, and then there's a Yiddishkeit that's a unified Yiddishkeit. What does it mean a fragmented Yiddishkeit? A fragmented Yiddishkeit is, I did tzitzis, yaitzizayin. I put on tefillin, yaitzay, daven, I learn, keep Shabbos, yaitzay, every single piece. But then there's, that's not an Eretz Yisrael Dike Yiddishkeit. An Eretz Yisrael Dike Yiddishkeit is an Eretz Yisrael that's a unified government, that it's a unified Malchus under Klai Yisrael. And by Klai Yisrael, by the Malchus of the Jewish people, there's always two kings, there's the Malchus of Yehuda, and there's the Malchus of Yeshua Tzadik. Yeshua Tzadik's Malchus is Tyra, and Yehuda's Malchus is Davening. So the, the, and what is it, there, and therefore, in other words, what is a unified Eretz Yisrael under these two kings of Tyra and Tefillah, it means that Yiddishkeit fundamentally is about establishing yourself as an Ever Hashem. That's what it is. It's Pasha. I mean, so there's not, there's not a Bechidish over here. About being an Ever Hashem. What is it? So I, and being an Ever Hashem means two, there's two parts to it. There's the formal acceptance of Kabbalos Ol Malchushemayim, of formally expressing the fact that I'm an Ever. And then there are two formal ways to do that. There's a Yehuda, there's a Davin Melchtika way, which is Davening. That's what most people do every single day. Or there is a Yaisar Tzadik Dika way for the Yechide Skula, that their Taras and Umanasim, they proclaim their Avdus through learning. That's stage one in being an Eved Hashem. And then in that context, the rest of your day and the rest of your Avadis Hashem, with all the rest of the 612 mitzvahs, are to back that up. That that statement that I made by davening or by, by learning is being backed up by living it, uh, by taka. Look what, I'll prove, when I made that statement, it was badness. How do I know it's badness? Because look at the life that I live. 
And then every single mitzvah that I do is building that infrastructure of Avdus Hashem. And that's love that, like the Rabbim says, this is a tzivah hakoilo. But this tzivah hakoilo has one specific uh, aspect that we wouldn't know until now, which is there's a mitzvah to proclaim your avdus. How do you proclaim your avdus? Love is at tefillah or love is at Talmud. And that's the, the proclamation. That's why ultimately this is how be miyachid, Yosef and Yudah, Torah and tefillah, the classic thing, Torah and tefillah are opposites, right? Torah is uh, making uh, more knowledge, tefillah is I have less knowledge. They're mamish opposites from each other. But what's the unifying force? They're both really trying to proclaim the same thing. Amen, Eved Hashem. So I sometimes express that avdus with tefillah. I sometimes express it with Torah. But ultimately, Yosef and Yehuda are just trying to proclaim the same thing, which is, Anan avdus the Kuchabrich, we're just avdus Hashem, and the rest of our lives is just trying to back that up and to live a life accordingly. That's what Yiddishkeit is. We should be zeichet to experience the shleimus and the malchus of Eretz Yisrael. Be called tzedek, merivimeinu, amen.